Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Tuesday, the 27th of October. Um, yes, it might uh, be a Tuesday, but it might feel like a Monday for you after the long weekend. I hope you had a fantastic long weekend, everybody. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host uh, this morning. In the news today, um, we have news from IndyCar and uh, how Scott Dixon went in the last race of the season as he was chasing the championship title. Also, uh, Scott McLaughlin's first race uh, in IndyCar as well. We'll mention how both those go get on. Bring up state with the cycling at uh, the Valletta Espana. Uh, we have horse riding news um, or three-day eventing news um, today. Um, bring up state with how um, our top Kiwi is doing uh, in the uh, tennis. Um, we'll touch on rugby as uh, international rugby is returning in Europe. In Europe. Um, update on the golf as well. We had two golfers in action over the weekend in the LPGA and the PGA, um, as well as bringing up to date with what the NBL uh, season is going to look like in 2021. This is your best way to start the day up to speed with all of the important sports news. And yes, the big news um, is around the IndyCar. Massive congratulations to Scott Dixon, who has claimed his sixth IndyCar title uh, which means, means that he is now one away uh, from the uh, record of uh, legendary A.J. Foyt, um, who uh, won seven titles. Uh, uh, Scott Dixon's um, challenger for the title, Joseph Newgarden, um, won the race after starting eighth on the grid, but that was not enough um, to overhaul Scott, who uh, finished third um, on the uh, grid uh, to... Um, finished 16 points ahead of his rival in the overall championship. Um, it's uh, There were multiple crashes during the uh, race, which uh, obviously brought out um, safety cars and things. One of those, unfortunately, um, was uh, uh, Scott McLaughlin. Uh, he uh, tangled with um, Marco Andretti, uh, which uh, then uh, meant that um, Renus BK hit him and ended Scott McLaughlin's race on lap 47. 
um, there. So not the best start to his IndyCar career, um, but, uh, but still a brand new type of car without much testing. It would say a decent result from him. Um, over in um, equestrian eventing, uh, and uh, you've got to say um, that uh, that uh, the, the the season has been decimated by um, COVID. Um, normally, there are six CCI five-star events um, across the globe, uh, but with um, Kentucky Badminton, Lumahulen, um, Burgley, and Adelaide all being cancelled. That there was just one this year, um, which was the uh, um, Les Estoles de Pau or Stars of Pau, uh, which was held in France. Um, congratulations to uh, uh, Tim Price, uh, who um, uh, finished third in that event on top of his uh, horse um, Wesco. Um, and uh, they started well with the best ever um, dressage. Um, score uh, to fit, fit, sit in fourth place and I say uh, and then managed to get themselves up to um, third overall. Um, Tim's uh, uh, wife, Joan uh, John Nell um, Price, um, also uh, was in uh, competing and she finished 12th um, overall in that one. Uh, so congratulations to them in the only event that uh, they've had or the only top level event that they've had uh, this season. Um, it looks like they're trying to ex expand the number of top level events from from six to seven, uh, with a new one called uh, in Maryland in the USA, trying to join in as well. Um, and uh, Aaron says it is sunny blue skies with no wind apparently up in Auckland, but we'll find out the real story um, from Stephen. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, good morning, Paul, and good morning to everybody tuning into New Zealand Sport Radio. I hope you had a great long weekend. And what greets you in Auckland at the moment is. Uh, 14 degrees and a high of 21. So Aaron is very much on the money. There's a lot of uh, blue sky poking through this morning and just a continuation of the great weather that we've had. So it's a perfect day to uh, celebrate one's uh, birthday. And birthdays this morning, we have a uh, current in New Zealand a woman's uh, a footballer, a former num number eight who played for Otago and is over in Britain plying his trade. A little bit of uh, rugby in the Galileo Premiership and the current Auckland Maritime Cup. Uh, but we actually start with a Stephanie Skilton, born this day, the 27th of October 1994, right here in Auckland as an association footballer who has represented New Zealand at international level by being kept in the New Zealand women's national team. Skilton was a member of the New Zealand under-17 side at the 2007 FIFA under-17 Women's World Cup in Trinidad and at Tobago, making two appearances. She played in all three of New Zealand's games at the 2012 FIFA under-20 Women's World Cup in Japan, where they were eliminated at the group stages at the 2014 FIFA under-20 Women's World Cup in Canada, Skilton played in all three of New Zealand's group games and were and quarterfinal match, which they lost to Nigeria. She made her full debut for the senior side as a substitute against Switzerland on the 7th of March 2014. Going to the oval ball game, Paul Grant born this day, the 27th of October 1987 in Belclutha is a New Zealand rugby union player. He played in the number eight position and occasionally at lock for his provincial team 
Otago that was in the old ITM Cup and was the captain for the side during the 2012 and 2013 seasons. He was also the captain of Otago when they lifted the Ranfilly Shield for the first time in 57 years. He also represented New Zealand in Sevens Rugby in 2008. In October 2013, it was announced that Grant would leave Otago in November that year to join French club Montpellier. In 2014, it was announced that Grant had signed with Nottingham for the 2014 2015 season. He returned to England later again in the 2016-17 season and signed for Bath. Now, Grant currently plays for Ealing Trailfinders. Um, not to what division they're in. Maybe Paul might be able to tell me a little bit about them, but I think they're in the rugby championship. That's the level below uh, Premier Rugby. And finally, in rugby, or well, we've got a rugby recipient, Alama Itamia, born this day, the 27th of October 1970, is a New Zealand former New Zealand rugby player and also a rugby union coach, not a former. He also played international rugby for Western Samoa and New Zealand. Now, he played provincially between 1992 and 2000, which included an NPC uh, title. In his final season of club, he played Super Rugby with the Hurricanes. From its, uh, He played in its inaugural season in 1996. I remember him having, having the distinction of being the uh, first ever try scorer in the Super Rugby, and that was against the Blues down in uh, Palmerton North. Unfortunately, it was a game that the... Uh, Blues went on to win 36-28. Thank you very much to Google for that information. Just on uh, Adam Mir as well, he also had a stint for Suntory, uh, Sun Goliath, and uh, that was also back in uh, 2004. Now, he made five, five appearances for Samoa in 1992 before jumping ship and playing for the All Blacks between 1994 and 2000, playing 40 games in total for the All Blacks, but I'm curious about this uh, English club, Paul Ealing Trailfinders. So Ealing Trailfinders are, yes, in the uh, Rugby Championship and uh, are a team uh, of, based out of um, East London, is where, is where Ealing is. Uh, and they are, yeah, well, very much um, a, a team with big ambitions uh, that has been uh, recruiting uh, very strongly and yeah, trying to climb, climb their way up into the uh, Gallagher Premiership and become one of the big boys. But uh, yes, a big spending team um, that uh, has uh, yeah, um, got a lot of international international uh, or overseas players in to try and help them uh, boost themselves. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, fantastic name, Trailfinders, you've got to say. Also, sticking on the rugby and also the weather. Um, so uh, according to Hugh, it's a bit of a wet week in southeastern Australia. So we might see a wet track for the Bledisloe Cup. So Stephen, we had a wet track for the opening Bledisloe Cup, which was a draw. Are we on track for another draw again this weekend, do you think? Well, who knows? I think Australia will be very, very tough over there. I'm I'm, I'm predicting it, it. It kind of wouldn't surprise me if the, if the Wallabies uh, pick up the victory. I think it'll be great for the series if they can, Paul. Well... Um, join us at 8 p.m. this evening for the Driving More Show, where we'll talk more about that um, and uh, see uh, how it goes. Clearly, uh, keeping it alive to a fourth game would be fantastic for the series. You are quite true. Um, also, in rugby, and something else we'll probably talk about this um, evening, uh, is that uh, the Six Nations is back. Ireland obviously won last um, last weekend over Italy. England gets to play this weekend. Uh, and a name that um, 
many uh, well, all New Zealanders um, will recognize uh, has been selected for um, the side uh, with um, uh, uh, Umanga um, being selected for the um, uh, for, for the for the team this time it's Jacob Umanga um, who has uh, been selected to, to uh, play for England so uh, or in, in the squad for England we don't know if we will get make it match day 23 or not um, so yes interesting names there and we'll talk about probably this evening on the Driving More show at 8 p.m. so do join us for that uh, don't forget uh, to join us on Wednesday evening as well for the standoff um, where um, Brad will take you through all of the NRL news, uh, obviously reviewing uh, the grand final from the uh, weekend, uh, amongst other things. Um, in the tennis then, and um, congratulations to Michael Venus, uh, who has uh, won his third ATP doubles title of the year um, uh, with the partner Australian John Piers. Um, they... Uh, um, won uh, the 6-3-6-4 uh, to win the European Open in Antwerp. Um, and as I say, that's their third um, win of the year. And that's three um, from three uh, in finals. So uh, they're having a good year after winning in Dubai um, and Hamburg. This is their first year together. Um, so uh, a good start for them and obviously plenty of improvement to come. Um, you might say that um, uh, that uh, yeah, obviously this is big, but so uh, hey, they get to split the uh, ten thousand euros um, prize money. So it's not uh, not the mega money that they get if they were to win a Grand Slam, but that's obviously on their targets going forwards. Um, moving on then to the golf uh, and uh, in the Zozo um, Open, um, oh, sorry Zozo Championship uh, in the uh, PGA. Uh, and um, Danny Lee finished tied at 72nd um, after the after four rounds there. Um, look, he did he did beat Phil Mickelson, which is not so bad. Um, but um, yeah, just um, uh, four places off of the uh, bottom there with one withdrawal um, from that. Over in the LPGA, and uh, Lydia Ko did a lot better than that, as you would um, expect. Uh, she finished tied eighth um, uh, over there uh, in the um, uh, in the LPGA Drive On Championship um, uh, at uh, ten under par. Uh, Ali McDonald at sixty under par won the um, tournament. Um, over in basketball, and uh, we've had news. Um, about what uh, the NBL will look like next season. It's going to open up with the Otago Nuggets versus the Wellington Saints. Um, the three teams that withdrew this season are back. So it's a 10-team season next year, full home and away um, schedule. So that's, uh, all the teams will play nine home games and nine away games, um, which means that uh, we're looking at a full 93-game schedule um, for the uh, um, for the NBL, um, which is fantastic to see. Um, there'll be um, a special Anzac Day um, matchup between Nelson Giants and um, Southland Sharks um, uh, as well there. So some uh, they've, some marquee games um, have been um, um, called out. The finals, uh, fi the final four 
um, will be on uh, July the 22nd and July the 23rd um, venue TBD on that one. So great news to the MBL planning for 2021. Before then, we've got the MBL three three times three cup in November on the 20th, the 12th, and the well, weekend of the 12th to the 14th of November. That's three on three basketball, not the four five aside thing. Um, uh, before the women's MBL 18 in 18 tournament, uh, which will take place in South Auckland between November the 19th through till December the 5th. Um, so great to see basketball um, on the rise here uh, in um, New Zealand. Over in the Vuelta Espana, um, and uh, it was a rest day, the first rest day, but we found out what uh, Roglic's um, issues were. Uh, he had problems getting his rain jacket on, um, and that um, delayed him uh, in the race there, and why he lost time, ended up losing the leader's jersey overall. And we saw similar issues um, at um, the Giro d'Italia with riders getting delayed, not being, not being able to change their clothes quickly and clearly. A skill that uh, they need to practice even when they are tired and cold because it can make all the difference in these um, top-level events. So um, this is your best way to start the day, and you have done so. Have, have a wonderful day, folks. The weather is looking good. Um, and uh, join us again at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning for the morning sports um, briefing. Um, and... Uh, Stephen, yeah, do give you a little wave to the uh, to the fans, or or, or you got something, something you'd like to uh, like, like to let us know no, about, no, Stephen? No, 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 I've got I've got some league news if you want me to. Oh, league news! Oh, sorry, I'm not. Well, league news. Well. I thought league was all over now. Sorry, I'll throw you over no. the sport that keeps on giving, even when they're not playing. Even Stephen, when they're not league playing, league. we have got some league news. Paul, I'll quickly go through it. Um, in our league news this morning, we'll check in on the Betfred Super League. Some live action now. Queensland Maroons uh, skipper Daly Cherry Evans is uh, predicting plenty of uh, changes for the Maroons game for game one of State of Origin. And a uh, top journalist has questioned the integrity of the official in uh, Sunday's NRL Grand Final. And that's where we're going to start our uh, league news this morning. Uh, Paul Kent believes uh, the Melbourne Storm captain should have been sinbin for questioning the integrity of the referee during Sunday's NRL Grand Final. But Kent wasn't also overly impressed with the performance of the match official, Jared Sutton, who he accused of keeping the whistle in his uh, pocket during a tense second half. Sutton made the bold yet correct decision to sinbin two Storm players in the last 10 minutes of the game when Penrith was on the combat path. Jerome Hughes was sinbined with 10 minutes left and then Brandon Smith was marched in the final minute just before Nathan Cleary uh, scored to make it 26-20 with one play rema remaining. It was when Hughes was uh, binned that Captain Smith spoke to Sutton the last three or four penalties they have got is very picky stuff and we have got nothing, mate, Smith said. I get it. Everyone wants an exciting finish, but we are just the same as them. Stop trying to pick little things out of your game to make an exciting finish. Well, those are very interesting comments to an, an, an official. Most uh, officials would be offended during the 2000 State of Origin Series experience. Referee Bill Harrigan famously sent Gordon Tallis off the field for calling him a cheat. Ken says Smith could have gone the same way. He is 
very lucky he didn't get Sinbin Smith said of our uh, Kent said of Smith Gordon Tallis called Bill Harrigan a cheat that's just the more diplomatic way of saying it so there you go maybe one of those things where he being a, a veteran and a, and a legend he's got a little bit more influence over the official well uh, speaking they'll hopefully that official will be on song for the first state of origin because Merritt Mar Moran's Captain Daly Cherry Evans said a side set to field eight state of origin debutants in the 20 series opening has happily embraced the underdog tag. Of the 27 players named in the Maroon squad, only 10 have played state of origin football. One of those is Cowboys outside back Valentine Holmes, who is serving a one-game suspension and is unavailable for the fourth of November clash at the Adelaide Oval. Cherry Evans, uh, speaking from the Maroons camp on the Gold Coast, said it would be likely the 2001 series, be, would be like the 2001 series when coach Wayne Bennett blooded 10 debutants in the opening game of a series one 2-1 by Queensland. I understand how much Queensland were, were underdogs that year and we are currently going to be underdogs this year, Cherry Evans said. It doesn't matter which way you want to spin it, we are really going to enjoy that tag and enjoy the challenge ahead of us. I know I am certainly excited about it and talking to the boys in the camp. We can't wait for what is ahead. Now, new new coach uh, Wayne Bennett will uh, be, and his uh, Maroons are aiming to pre prevent New South Wales from winning three series on a, uh, a trot. If you kind of look at both the sides, definitely uh, the uh, Blues, New South Wales Blues, look at the uh, better better side at this stage. And just finally, before I go, I'll just check in with the uh, Betfred uh, Super League. We've got a tight tussle unfolding in Headingley and uh, Leeds, and that's between Salford and St. Helens, and it's St. Helens that lead by 10 points to six at half time. Remembering at this stage, uh, St. Helens leading that Betfred Super, Super, Super League table sitting on uh, 24 points. And that's our league news today. Paul, thanks for hanging in there with me. And I'll see you on the driving wall this evening at 8 p.m. But also look out for Brad on Wednesday evening on the standoff, where he will wrap up everything NRL and no doubt be talking about that upcoming State of Origin game. And also apparently um, Carl Flanagan has apparently been released early from the Roosters and is joining Canterbury Bulldogs on a three-year deal. So I'm sure Brad will um, talk about that as well on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. on the uh, standoff show. So, yes, folks. Um, you now have started the day the best way out to speak all the important sports news. I thought the NRL was all over, but apparently not. No, no, no. There is still plenty of news going around. Have a fantastic Tuesday, everybody, uh, and uh, catch you later this evening at 8 p.m. for the um, Driving Mall Show. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 